0: We talked about this in a number of our podcasts where we talk about the oxygen mask, putting our own on first, as the, they say, the flight attendants say, before you help your children. And so all of us in life need to put our own oxygen mask on. That's not selfish. That is, that is a gift you give to the people around you who maybe can't do that themselves.
1: On Instagram, the hashtag love yourself has been used around 42 million times. In modern culture, however, this idea is usually attached to a me mentality. People say things like, gotta look out for number one to excuse selfish behavior. But is there such a thing as biblical self-love? Can Christians unselfishly practice self-care? Jesus himself didn't meet every need during his earthly ministry. He left people unhealed. He went to secluded places to pray. He got tired and took naps. He did not try to do it all. We are called to rest in God's love so that we can love others better. Sometimes we just need a daily reminder to reflect on God's love for us. If this resonates with you, then you would probably enjoy our 86 Seconds videos. Each short video is a mini devotional from Gary Wilkerson. You can learn more and sign up at worldchallenge.org. Now here's our host, Bob Dittmer.
2: Well, welcome back to another Gary Wilkerson podcast. And on this episode, we're going to have a continuation of our discussion from last time talking about self-compassion. How can we be nice to ourselves? How can we have an agape love for ourselves as we're commanded to have for others? Mm-hmm. I, I was uh, reading through the internet as we were preparing for this of some ideas on helping a person have self-compassion. Mm-hmm. So let me bounce these off you. Not to, we're not qualifying these. I'm just, what your thoughts are on those? Uh, So there are three of them that this site came up with. Here they are. The first one, most of us tend to turn immediately to self-criticism and judgment when we make a mistake. We've talked about that. There can also be a tendency to over-identify with thoughts. For example, the house is messy again, quickly morphs into thoughts like, I can't manage my life, and then into, I'm a bad person. Mm -hmm. Mindfulness helps to bring awareness to these patterns so that they can begin to shift. Mm Do you agree with that? Is it a slippery slope we get on when we think of these things?
0: Um... I'm a little cautious of the word mindfulness because it has a, a, a touch of new age yeah. uh, mentality to it. I, I, I'd probably consider more thoughtfulness or prayerfulness yeah. uh, just because the word feels feels safer to me. Mm-hmm. I, um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking... I'm using godly wisdom mm-hmm. to discern things about my heart that He's speaking to me, and, and in that context, mindfulness is good. Um, what was the other part of the?
2: Uh, it it uh, if we bring awareness to the pattern that we start out with, the house is messy. To um, oh, okay. I can't yeah, manage yeah. my life. Yeah,
0: yeah, it escalates into. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's what we talked about earlier. It it's the the surface thing is the event of the day. Um, you know, oh, I didn't read my Bible today. I'm 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 not a good Christian, or I'm not a good person, or uh, you know, God's gonna God's gonna withdraw His favor and grace from me because I didn't do that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that that thought didn't come just from that thought. That thought came from me, as I said earlier. I'm mm-hmm. saying I'm not enough, so yeah. I, I have to prove that by doing more, mm-hmm. uh, rather than I actually just enjoy this book. Uh, yeah. You know, and yeah. sometimes even when I don't, I still want to read it because uh, there's there's a, a, I enjoy discipline. There's yeah. something that God put in me to. Uh, not just get pleasure out of everything that feels good but so there's discipline as, in things in life too yeah. and so that comes that comes from God but it doesn't come from a, a, a wounded a person who's unhealed and unhealthy um, and a lot of my ministry has to do with a, a holistic mm-hmm. uh, and holy h o l y and w h o l l y holy and holistic uh, <clears throat> approach to life that that we see we we really need to be healed mm. because um, you know, wounded people wound people. No. Hurt people hurt, hurt hurting people hurt people. And so, God is about our healing. And some self compassion is is allowing ourselves mm-hmm. not just to feel good about ourselves, or think good about ourselves, or meditate good about ourselves. You know, kind of do some kind of you know mindfulness that that just tries to convince ourselves that we're good. But 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 taking the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and mm-hmm. the sufficiency of that, and saying that mm-hmm. that will affect me. Like my own mind can't. Mm. There's something greater than my mind. My mind is not sufficient to tell me who I am. Mm. And that's why I need the direction of the Holy Spirit and, and the power. So he's not given me the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Okay, so mm. that mindfulness
2: mm-hmm.
0: in a context of Eastern religion is it can take you down uh, a very corrupt road. Mindfulness in the context of the mind of Christ mm. can take you into truly knowing what needs to be jettisoned from yourself. That's not Uh, behaviors, sinful patterns, and even internal uh, voices of self-criticism, all that stuff be considered, all of that's flesh, not just the bad things you do, but the bad things we believe about ourselves too. All of that doesn't belong in us, and so we jettison all that through repentance, through faith, through confession. I I always believe it's important to not just uh, sit at home and think through these things, but actually have a group of people around you. It could be a pastor, a counselor, a group of elders, a a group of friends, a, a men's group, a women's group, uh, where, where you can be honest and, and open up and say, okay, I, I've been thinking about this. I feel like I'm constructing my life here, mm. uh, but, but I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't want to get into selfishness, mm-hmm. so help me, help me think this through. Is, does this sound selfish to you? Mm. Am I spending too much time thinking about myself? Because yeah. that could be a, yeah. a problem too. That, that, that doesn't do us any good in the long run. So there's this pendulum between not ever uh, assessing yourself Paul said to examine yourself. Like the pendulum swings. I never do that. I don't ever think about myself. I just go on my life and I mm. put myself at my bootstraps. And and mm. you know those those people oftentimes seem very secure, and they come across as very confident, but it's not true confidence. It's just bluster, you know, because mm. they've never really taken a look inside. Because and they're too afraid to. Mm. So they're maybe even worse off than the person who's who's kind of in the middle of this pendulum who's who's balanced It said, okay, I I, I take some time to examine my heart. I see some things that don't belong and I see some areas of growth and I see where I want to become more self accepting and have compassion on myself and agape myself like Mm. I agape other people. Then the pendulum can swing too far to where every day you're kind of being introspective and feeling like, you know, like um, yeah, just self absorbed. And and it's different than the kind of healing that I'm talking Mm. about.
2: Here's the second one, Uh, the self-kindness branch of self-compassion extends an attitude of understanding, caring, tenderness and patience towards oneself. Self-kindness also means making regular self-care a priority. Would you That's agree good. with that? I
0: do. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad for things like this. I'm not sure where you got that, but you know, uh, you're doing some homework there, and I am as well. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff I'm saying, I believe is very biblically rooted. But there's also many Christian counselors and and people who are writers and speakers who um, have helped me on this on this topic. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm. I'm I'm sharing wisdom that's yeah. not all of my own yeah. uh, by any means, and that and so it's good to good to hear that, and I I, I do believe that the the uh, the kindness and I wouldn't mind if you read it, read it one more time just sure. because I think it's really important.
2: It says the self-kindness branch of self-compassion extends an attitude of understanding, caring, tenderness, and patience towards oneself. Self-kindness also means making regular self-care a priority. It sounds like they're saying. This isn't something that you kind of do once every year. It's right. kind of, it's a regular discipline to a yeah. degree.
0: Right. Yep. And and um, guilt and shame will mm. will often hinder us from doing that. Mm. And so, you know, we talked about this on a number of our podcasts where we talk about the oxygen mask, putting yeah. our own on first, as yeah. the, they say, the flight attendants say, mm-hmm. before you help your children. And yeah. so all of us in life need to put our own oxygen mask on. That's not selfish. That is, that is a gift you give to the people around you mm. who maybe can't do that themselves. Yeah. And so... For the poor that I consider, as Jesus said we should remember the poor, um, when I th- think about a world that's dying, my, c- my caring for myself, my soul care that the Bible requires and calls me and, and, and blesses me to be able to do, does not diminish me from the ability to be a servant, to love, to give, to be generous. It actually fuels me. Uh, so it's not selfish. It's actually more generous because now that person has something to give. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than somebody who, um, you know, uh, so, so you know, a man living in bondage to sin, and he's a missionary, and he goes and he, he exports his bondage. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I'm just going to bring my bondage to you. But if that man is free and alive, that woman is free and alive and vibrant and, and all that God has intended them to be, then they're bringing that with them more than their message even, or uh, I'd say alongside with their message, they're bringing uh, a soul that is alive and mm. uh, it's, it's, it's you know, more is caught than taught and then it becomes yeah. contagious to be around people that have come alive like this, as God would intend them to be. So uh, taking that time to do that, to care for yourself through, through having community, mm-hmm. that's a real important one. The problem with uh, finding community when you're hurting so much, uh, so, so going back to my story, I'm never enough. Mm. So when I'm around community, I'm trying to prove that because I don't want to feel that pain. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm living from an energy that says, I'm going to prove myself. So I'm in a group and I'm going, do you see how smart I am? Yeah, yeah. I said some really cool things there, didn't mm-hmm. I? Or I didn't say anything good. I'm, I, I'm, I, I got to leave here. This, this, this group is too, uh, you know, or if somebody criticizes me, that's another thing I noticed in my life is if somebody criticized me, <clears throat> I would. T- and, and I'm living out of that wound, uh, that that's that that touches too deep a core mm. that, that's too painful i can't hear you say that so i'm either going to fight back really hard uh, fight or flight they call it. you know mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna attack you back yeah. and have you ever noticed people do that yeah. they, they go like uh you know you're really rude to me well you're stupid you know <laughs> well you know i was just saying i meant just that last comment you said yeah. like so you you blow up on on them or you run away like
2: I nothing to do with you. Uh, I'll never be your friend again. Yeah. Don't
0: ever talk to me. I, yeah. You know, you're, I unfriend you and I, I yeah. block you on my phone, on my <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. So we go to extremes. And yeah. uh, when I was going through this process of soul care, uh, I, I I got a notebook book out and I I just put a list of, of people that I had hurt mm. and um, had done this to either tr- tried to impress them, uh, mm-hmm. th- therefore not really loving them, or had when they criticized me, I I, I fought back mm-hmm. or I or I abandoned them. I had like 40 names. It was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, people that I know or I knew at the time, and many of them I've talked to uh, since and, and uh, rectified the situation mm. and, and told them I was sorry. You know, that, that,
2: it's got to be hard to do. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm sorry. I'm living out of, I was, I was living out of, I thought I was not enough. And yeah. you just said one little thing about, and, and all of a sudden my mind went to like, you're telling me what I fear most. Mm. I fear most that I'm not enough. Mm. And you said, I didn't call you back when I was supposed to, you're trying to confirm, you're saying, right? You do, Aren't you saying enough. I'm yeah. not enough? <laughs> yeah. And so, so I, yeah. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I, I hate you. I don't love you because I don't love myself. You can't, yeah. you can't do that. So, and, I can, and I can't. Here's what happens, sadly, in the Christian world is try harder. Okay, stop being critical when people criticize you. Listen to what they're saying. It's all like commands. It's all superficial rules. It's not, you know, get healed of your hurt. Uh, get your heart right and then you'll be free to so now when i hear criticism i'm much better i i I go okay not gonna get mad this has nothing to do with they're not touching the deepest cores of my heart um what do you have to say okay i'm learning Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it was very healing to go back to some of these people and say you know you were a great friend for 10 years and we were pals and then i did this uh, or you said that one little thing and i i went crazy and went off and and that we you know um that that uh you know, I, I wounded you uh, because because I felt like you had yeah. wounded me because I was a wounded person, and so mm-hmm. that's that's where the healing of of that and that's where soul care comes mm-hmm. into the healing process of of uh, <clears throat> examining your own heart and seeing some of these areas that we are, are living in this false construct of mm-hmm. and and the false um, false analysis of our own selves that we feel we're worthless and so yeah. once we get that solved then. It, it, I do believe it comes up more natural mm-hmm. from that. Uh, but it does come from, t- from uh, taking time and being willing to um, give yourself. Um, you know, that's why the Sabbath is important, mm-hmm. uh, taking that day off a week mm-hmm. where you are resting so you're, you're energized. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I'd say even, even at the core of this is, is getting healed.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's the last one. Uh, it sounds a bit unusual. It starts out, it says, but this just means an awareness of the thoughts and feelings of others around us. It's kind of what you're just speaking to, who probably struggle just like we do. It helps to create social normalization that reduces isolation and shame. This can contribute to more positive communication skills and relationships. Sounds like you just answered that. Okay. One. Yeah. <laughs> they attack us. We attack them. Or we, uh-huh. we, we go hide out for a couple of weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is. It's the fight, They call it fight or flight. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, it's 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 totally in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know that. Uh, you know Jesus would uh, would say something to the Pharisees, inviting them to. Uh, a newer way of living, mm-hmm. inviting them into the king, new kingdom, and they would get mad at him, yeah. or, they, or they would abandon him. Like you know, they, they, how many times in Scripture did it say, and they all departed? Yeah, uh, they just, they just, the, the crowd was gathered around with angry stones, and they, oh no, we can't, we can't deal with this. And so I, I believe that's totally true that yeah. that we do have that tendency to, to do that. And um, and again, please don't go to external measures of trying to. To do behavior modif- modification, like okay, I I, I don't accept criticism. Well, I remember one time when my son was about 12 years old, he was doing a, a self inventory for a school, and I just looked over his shoulder, just happened to look in the shoulder where it says, uh, on a scale of one to five, five being the most, uh, how do you accept criticism? Um, and you know, five is I accept it really well, so he circled five, and I went come on, son, you don't accept criticism that well. And he goes, I do too. <laughs> you know, he was like, he didn't accept my criticism. So I just like, I think we prove our own. <laughs> yeah, our, our own. So, so behavior modification of, of uh, trying the, the, the Christian thing to do is accept criticism well, not be angry at people, um, don't run away from uh, you know when you're hurt from people. But if all that's external, um, it's behavioralism, and there's some good to it. But it's not really getting to the... Jesus said, you know, you clean the inside of the cup mm-hmm. and then the outside begins to take care of itself. Mm-hmm. It's what's inside a man, Jesus talked about. And so inside I have to be healed and healthy and I need that soul care to get me in that place. And I need a friend to talk to these, th- these things yeah. we're talking about here. It seems like a, a somewhat of an odd place to no. talk about them in public like this. But no. these are issues that, that I talk about with some of my close friends mm-hmm. and some, some of my pastor friends that uh, they know my heart. and And I say some stuff that 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 if I had never said it to somebody else, it would have stayed hidden in me. And then when when I say it to them, and they hear it and go like, uh, you know what I hear more than anything else? They say like, oh yeah, me too. And I'm like, no way. It's like, you, you feel that way too? Or yeah, you feel yeah. like like I'll, I'll say it to somebody that I really admire, uh, I'm never enough. And they go like, oh, I feel that way all the time. And I go like, wow, that no. makes me feel better. That, you know, commiserate yeah. together.
2: Yeah. The, you've touched on this a few times, but I guess in, in closing, talk a little bit about how uh, how the how we view ourselves affects usually negatively our relationship with others. Mm-hmm. How is it, uh, we think, we'd say, oh, this is just me, just my own battle inside. But it's probably indicative of things that's going on around you and relationship problems you have and mm-hmm. problems that you may have at work, problems you have in your family, problems you may have driving down the road going to work <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. How is it that that self-loathing affects our outward uh, relationships?
0: Uh, it's, um, it's a two-way street. So um, people around us that have hurt us cause us sometimes to be to believe those lies and we become self-loathing. Mm-hmm. And then other times the core is within us. We are, we start off with a self-loathing thing and then try to earn our way into good graces of other people, and then we're not ourselves. And so I believe once we come to, and I'm not talking about total healing, where just every morning you wake up and there's blue skies and birds chirping mm-hmm. and you feel like totally content and happy and peaceful and joyful every moment of the day, mm-hmm. there's still battles and there's still outward circumstances that, Try to draw us back into that self loathing that self hatred but but once that battle is to a large degree been won, uh, when you finally get to that place where you where you just know you 're not trying to not believe the lie, but you no longer do mm. and you 're not trying to believe the truth you actually do once you get to there, then there 's that freedom that springs up to to be yourself in an authentic way, and people are people appreciate authenticity um, you know, you've heard preachers get up in the pulpit, and they kind of like they're showboats, and they're mm-hmm. you know, and you just go like, eh. uh, but then you get somebody up, you know, whether they're loud naturally or quiet naturally, mm-hmm. they you know they're communicating authentically, mm-hmm. and you appreciate that, even if you don't agree with their message, you, you appreciate that they're being true and they're being mm-hmm. alive. And it's obviously better if they're yeah. preaching truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, <clears throat> um, the good gifts that we can give, uh, you know, a good a, a good tree bears good fruit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, being be, being being healed inside bears healthy results, healthy fruit, healthy relationships, healthy impact. Um, you know, so so some sometimes uh, I don't know if this is ac- actually true or not, but some people say that you know women tend to be more relational and men mm-hmm. more impact driven. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> but I, but my take on that is the more relational you are the more impact you have. Um, and that's why oftentimes women have more impact on their children than men do because men are out there trying to make a name for themselves and sometimes women have devoted themselves to their children mm-hmm. and so their children, as the Proverbs say, they raise up and honor their mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so for me, the greatest impact I've ever had in my life has not been you know, preaching to tens of thousands of people or traveling the world or writing books. The greatest impact I've had is a small group of people that have been able to be myself and be alive and um be healed and then bring healing to them and uh, so mm. so to 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 see that to see that one person healed to see that one person come alive to see that one person come out of that false construct mm. in themselves is to me that's that's you know that's impact mm. and that that's different than trying to make yourself known yeah. or something you know yeah.
2: Well, Gary, thank you for this. I had a friend once used to say to me, uh, "Have you been nice to yourself today?" That's a lot of this. So, be nice to yourself today. I guess yeah, is the message we might have to those watching like this. Yeah,
0: it's just it's, that kind of puts it in a nutshell, makes it simple. Just yeah. uh, be nice, and and when it's hard to to do that, just just take a take a quick look and assess it, and ask for the Holy Spirit's help yeah. to to say, "Okay, like I can I can be at least as kind to myself as I am to other people, yeah. and normally we're kinder to other people." But uh, I like that.
1: Learning to love ourselves in a biblical, God-centered way is the best thing we can do for our relationships. Once we care for ourselves physically, emotionally, and spiritually, then we are better able to love others in a godly way. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge. Sound design for this episode by Mike Hallsmith. This episode was written by Rachel Schmitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington with video production by Aaron Gale. We hope you tune in next week to the Gary Wilkerson podcast. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world through Jesus Christ.